0: Hi, friends. Happy Wednesday, or whatever day you're choosing to listen to this. Welcome back to Screw It, Let's Do It. I'm sorry if I sound a little bit weird. I've been sick recently, so I'm a little stuffy. But we have so much to talk about today. I first kind of wanted to recap on life recently. Along with helping everyone who's listening, I kind of want this podcast to be like a journal or a digital diary for myself, so when I listen back in a year, I know what was going on in my life at the time. Don't worry, I'll keep it really quick. This past Monday, I had my last first day of school ever. At least I think, unless one day I decide to go back. Who knows? It's so crazy to me how in four months, I'll be closing such an important chapter of my life and opening a new one. I feel nostalgic, sad, nervous, excited, and so happy. It's really weird. I'm getting a mix of everything. I'm sure a few of you listening definitely feel the same, whether you're also graduating college or even high school. Or starting a new job or starting a new endeavor. Changes bring on a lot of feelings, and I'm definitely feeling all the feelings, but life is always changing. Especially the past few years, we have had to adapt to so, so much. Our normals have completely changed. Also, I have been working on making a guest list of people to come on the podcast, and I'm super, super excited about what I have so far. So thank you to everyone who sent in suggestions and ideas on Instagram. I'm still getting used to the process of recording this podcast on my own, so it'll probably be a few more episodes before I actually get a guest on, but I promise it will happen. I just kind of want to be prepared before I jump into anything. Okay. So let's get started on today's actual topic, agreeing to personal growth. A few months ago, I had someone suggest to me to read this book, and then after I was told that, I saw the book everywhere on social media. So many people were raving about it, but would I? So I thought, why not, let's just give it a try. It seemed like a sign, honestly, that I needed to read it. The book is called The Four Agreements. It states it's a personal guide to personal freedom. And I did some research and it's actually been around for a while, at least around 20 years or so. And that's how you know it's good because people are still talking about it. The author Don Miguel Ruiz offers four agreements to accept. That will ultimately change the way you decide to live your life. And here's what I learned about myself. I often take things personally. I make assumptions about what people are thinking before ever actually talking to them. Sometimes my words don't align with my actions and sometimes I allow what others say to affect how I live. Yep, this 130-page book made me realize all of those things. The first agreement in this book is to be impeccable with your word. And if you're not really sure what impeccable means, it basically means faultless. Being impeccable with your word is staying true to what comes out of your mouth, but also being vigilant about what words you're choosing and are actually saying. Words are so so important and I honestly cannot stress that enough. They can really either build up or tear down someone or something. All too often we use words as a way to harm or hurt others or ourselves. Don says in the book, "The word is pure magic, the most powerful gift we have as humans, and we use it against ourselves." I mean, how often do we say I look so ugly today, or I'm so stupid. And every time we say these words to ourselves, it becomes a part of our belief system. It's an agreement with ourselves. One small piece of misinformation, whether that's something you say to someone or something they say to you, can really break you down. Talking bad about people or talking bad to yourself will bring us further and further away from true happiness. So, I decided to agree to be impeccable with my word. No more negative self-talk. Replacing the I'm so ugly with I'm so beautiful. And only using words filled with love towards other people. This may seem really simple, but... Some of these negative words have been so ingrained into ourselves that it's not as easy as you think to make the change. Taking the step to be mindful of what you are saying is a way to work up to being impeccable with your word. Eliminate certain words from your vocabulary. Take time before actually speaking and think about what you're going to say. I guess you could say speak with mindfulness because we really do forget how important words are and they hold so much power and they can ignite something in people or resonate with them. Someone out there needs to hear your words. Okay, second agreement. Don't take anything personally. And when he wrote this, he literally meant anything. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. By taking things personally, you are accepting the negativity they are trying to send to you, and then it becomes yours. I talked a little bit about this in the second episode, but the opinions of other people come from their own minds, not yours. The book talks about how if someone says, Sophie you're the freaking best to not take it personally and when someone says Sophie you're the absolute worst don't take it personally because people's opinions change depending on their emotions when you make them happy they'll say you're the best and when you make them sad they'll say they hate you it's all on them not really you And this is difficult because sometimes things really, really do feel personal. Doing this can help you avoid so many upsets in your life, though. And this might actually suck to hear, but not everything is about you. As humans, we tend to have perceived personal importance. It's hard to not think certain things are about you because we can be selfish. And you know, that is okay, but it's still not about you. It's about them. By doing this, we can tell people I love you without the fear of being rejected. We can tell people no, or we can tell them whatever we want because we won't get hurt by the actions of other people. The first is the worst, the second is the best, the third is the one with the treasure chest. I can't even say that. The treasure chest or whatever that little phrase is. It's not the case here because all of these agreements are so, so important. And I've never said this before, but if you want to start a journal for when you're listening to this podcast or any podcast in general, Then do it because if you hear something that resonates with you, you can just jot it down and then later down the road, you can go look through all of these things and learn something from them. Are you ready? Here we go. The third agreement. Don't make assumptions. Another phrase that seems like it would be easy to implement in your life. But oh my gosh, we do this so often. Or I do, at least. I act like I'm a mind reader and know what everyone's thinking, when in reality, I have no clue. I mean, I have a good intuition, but you never actually know. And here's the big problem with making assumptions. We believe they are the truth. And I'm so guilty of this. I'll sit around all day, Dreaming up scenarios that just aren't real life, or creating every possible scenario in my head, because I know that's what they're thinking about me. And then, when reality hits, boom. It is not what we thought it was at all. And friendships, or even relationships, making assumptions just leads to disaster always. And that's something I've truly learned myself. Assuming someone knows how you feel or should know how you feel without actually saying how you feel can cause so much friction because then when they don't act accordingly, you get upset and vice versa. It's always just better to communicate about how you are feeling. Communication is always key. You always heard in school growing up, if you don't understand, ask. For some reason, that can be so hard. It may be because admitting you don't know an answer can be embarrassing or even kind of threaten your pride. But once you hear the answer, you won't have to make assumptions because that's the truth. Something that goes along with not making assumptions is learning to ask for what you want. So, so, so many people just try to drop hints at what they want or sit around and hope for what they want, but they never just straight up ask. But by asking, you can receive, and if you never ask, then you'll never receive. The worst someone can always say is no, and I always have to tell myself that. Isn't that better than just not asking when in reality they could have said yes? but then you'll never know. If that makes any sense at all, I was kind of (laughs) just rambling there. But when you communicate clearly, your word also becomes impeccable. Agreement number one. All right, we're finally here. The fourth agreement. Can you guess what it is? The fourth agreement is always do your best. You might be thinking to yourself right now, Wow, that was actually a pretty lame answer. I was hoping for something more exciting or even eye-opening. Hearing always do your best is probably nothing new to you. I know I've been told this probably a million times in my life. The book talks about how your best is always changing, and I've truly never really thought about it like that. I've always just thought, Your best is your best. It's just one thing. It is what it is. But when you wake up all refreshed, you've had your coffee, you've had eight hours of sleep, and you're just ready to go, your best will be so much better than if it's late at night and you've had a full day at work and you're exhausted. But it's still so important to do your best in absolutely everything that you do. Regardless of the quality, keep doing your best. No more, no less. Because when you do less than your best, you open yourself up to being harsh on yourself and judging yourself. If you just do your best, then there's no guilt or blame to put on yourself. Don says, doing your best is taking the action because you love it not because you are expecting a reward. Many people only take the action when they expect the reward, and then they don't actually enjoy the action, and that's why they don't do their best. This is why it's so important to me to actually do something that I love with my life, and I know I talked about that in the other podcast. You don't have to wait for weekends to enjoy what you're doing. When you do what you love, you don't care about the reward because you're having fun with what you're doing, and you're doing your best. When you do your best, there's no place to judge your regret, and that's the lesson to learn here. I just threw a lot of information at you, and I know that can all be very overwhelming, but start with baby steps. You don't have to agree to these four things all at once. Start making little changes with your word or with how you take people's word. Start forming the positive habits and getting rid of your negative ones. And then eventually, you'll be living your life by the agreements. You'll be working towards happiness. We can do this together. And I totally recommend reading this book like I said earlier, it's only around 130 pages, so it's a pretty quick read, but you could also go through it slowly and try to really implement each of the lessons in your life at a time. But I found the book super impactful. I didn't include everything in this podcast, so you definitely should check it out for yourself. I ended up texting the person who recommended it to me and saying thanks because i I honestly loved it that much. If you stuck around for this long, thank you so much for listening. This was such an important episode, and I hope you gained something from it also. If you feel like it, please rate us on Apple or Spotify. I'd love to see what you guys are thinking about the podcast so far. And don't forget to follow the podcast Instagram. It's always linked in the show notes so you can find it there. Thanks again for listening, I love you all so much, and I will see you next week.